What a day, what a day, what a day. What a day it was. What a day, what a day, what a day. What a day it was. The day is done. Now it's time for fun with Maya Minter. Maya Minter. Maya Minter. I'm going to get that recorded so I don't have to sing it every single time. But hello, what's up? Happy Friday. It's Friday. How you feeling? Uh, it's the end of the work week if you are like a Monday through Friday, nine to five type of person. We made it. We made it. But what's up? You're listening to the What A Day podcast and I'm your host, Maya Minter. This has been a pretty good Friday, actually. So let me tell you about my day. So I was awoken actually at 530 this time because I had a crazy dream. Actually, it wasn't even crazy, but at the moment, I don't remember what happened in my dream. But I was like, "Mm, I need my 30 more minutes to lay back down. But I was like, I couldn't really go back to sleep because all I could think about was my dream so six o'clock came around I got up I did my morning pages I wrote about my dream and then you know wrote about all my other stuff for my three pages and you know I was kind of moving just a little slow a little drag a little bit I mean I woke I had like energy like I wasn't like tired but the bed is just so tempting that's how I know when it gets colder outside it's going to be so hard because when I'm cold, I just want to be in the bed all snuggled up. Like, I do not want to get up out of bed. So it's going to be super hard. And honestly, I've never worked in the cold. I think the only time I, well, that's a lie. I have worked in the cold. Like, I used to work at Home Depot and it was, I was in Chicago in the winter working at Home Depot. So I was definitely getting out of my bed to go get that bag. But with this, having to like get on the train and walk 10 minutes, I don't know. That's like, I'm a, it's going to be interesting. I'm interested, I'm interested to see how it's going to go when it gets colder. But I, um, I did my morning pages. I think I got back in bed for a few more minutes and then I got up cause I'm like, let's get this day started. Um, I think I might want to go get me an acai bowl this morning because it's Friday and usually on Fridays, I like to go get me an acai bowl from pliables, you know, treat myself for making it through the week. So I got dressed. I wore this like white and blue, like white blue striped button down with some jeans and some ones and a little purse I got from the thrift store. And I packed my lunch and today we started a new book. So I grabbed my new book and we headed on our way and, you know, we walked to the train station and the train came. It was like, it was honestly a little bit of a wait for the train today. It wasn't too bad though, but it was a little late for me. Like I didn't get on the train till about. 750 or so so I knew I was gonna be like cutting it close for when I got to work because I still had to go to get my acai bowl so I'm on the train and I'm reading my book so I'm actually I actually started reading all about love or no the eight what is the name of this book 
The Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. And if you don't know who Jay Shetty is, I love Jay Shetty. I love listening to his podcast. I actually read his first book, Think Like a Monk, twice. (laughs) Um, Probably need to reread that again because the book is very interactive. And so is this book, The Eight Rules of Love. Like every few pages, there's like kind of a, not activity, but a task for you to do or something like an, an, not an idea. I don't know the exact word for what it is, but it's a very interactive book. So you have to kind of work with it for it to work for you. So that's why I think I'm just going to take my time reading this book because I don't want to just read through it and not actually do the things that he's suggesting you do. Um, because then I'll end up having to just reread it. Cause that's what happened to me with things like a monk. Like I just tried to just read it, but I wasn't really actively doing the suggestions or the, um, things that he was saying that you should probably do to really get the most benefit out of what he was saying. So I read the first chapter of it and this was my second time reading the first chapter of it because I feel like I had this same thought process last time I picked this book up. Cause I bought this book a while ago. So Um, It was a pretty good chapter. It was mainly about loving yourself and why it's so important to be in solitude and not. It's a difference between solitude and being alone because um, being alone is, you know, I guess like the more negative version of solitude and solitude is like being at peace with your alone time, I guess. Um, He, he, he. Um, articulates it a lot better than how I'm saying it I probably could have just pulled the book out and read you what he said but um, that's essentially what he was saying just about how it's important to love yourself before you get in another relationship and really learn yourself and that really stuck out to me because I remember I went on a date a few months ago and it was with a guy who was like 10 years older than me and this was my first time like going on a date with someone that was like that big of an age gap I didn't even know the age gap was that big until like we were already you know at the date and I don't really consider it a date because we're just like friends so it wasn't it was an outing with a friend (laughs) and we were playing this game if you know about um we're not really strangers it's like the friend version of it and we were doing it but It was like the questions I was getting asked just made me realize I didn't really know much about myself and like what I like and what I value and things like that. And I realized that a lot of times in my relationships, I kind of I used to just let my partner, you know, take more of the assertive role and kind of just go with the flow of like what they think and what they feel. And it was a wake up call is just like wait no check in with yourself like how do you feel what do you like what kind of person are you in these type of environments like when you're being your most authentic self who are you and what does that look like because I feel like when you are able to know that I feel like this is the journey that I've been on is just like of learning myself and being more confident in the fact that I do know myself because sometimes like I'll be like oh I don't know but I have to stop saying stuff like that Um, because I do know it's just being confident and showing up who I am, you know? So, um, yeah, I was just talking about like, cause when you know who you are and you have your own set of values, you're more so looking, not even necessarily looking, but 
looking, I guess, to be in a relationship with someone who just respects those values and doesn't try to like force their values on you or doesn't have values for themselves. They kind of just start leeching off of you and you all can, you know, love each other unconditionally. So I think that's very, very important and something that, you know, it's a work in progress. I feel like it's something that you, cause you're, the things that you like are always changing. Your values are changing. The more information that you get, the more experiences that you have. So it's more so just like a, a constantly, you know, always checking in with yourself and not, um, looking outside of yourself for, um, answers or for someone to tell you how you should live or what you should care about or, you know, what kind of food you should like or whatever, like just anything. Um, so that was, that was a really good chapter. Um, I kind of was like, it was like a little noisy on the train and I low-key need silence when I'm reading because it's hard for me to tune out other people because I'll be like reading, but also hearing someone else's conversation. So like, I'm not really present with the text and able to really, you know, register what I'm reading. But I got off the train and went to on my way to Pliables and the stop that I get off of is one stop past where I usually get off at. But when I tell you there's like double, triple the amount of steps to go up versus the one at my other stop, like I guess from my stop to the next stop is going deeper underground so it's just a lot of steps and I actually got on the elevator for the first time and I'm never doing that again because that elevator smelled so bad like that was the worst 30 seconds of my life (laughs) I'm probably being dramatic but it was just so bad it was like I couldn't even hold my breath it was just so bad because I had to breathe like it's already like stuffy in there because it's so small and I was like oh my god this is the worst elevator to get like stuck in Like, I'd probably lose my mind. I would definitely lose my mind. But I went to Pliable and I got my Pure Veda bowl with no granola, substitute for bananas. And that has, like, bananas, strawberries, and blueberries. And I actually watched them make my bowl this time because usually I don't watch them. But they do it differently because they put, like, the acai base and then they put honey and then they put the fruit. Whenever I've gotten it at other places, they usually do like acai fruit and then honey on top of the fruit. But that makes a lot of sense because I was always like, where's my honey? Because I never saw it, but it was always there. So that's cool. That's been an ongoing theme for me today. I feel like that whole that message that I've been getting is like it's always been there. You just didn't see it or you just didn't know. And that can be, you know, pulled in many different ways of just like how um, the answers are usually right in front of us. We just aren't looking at it the right way or we are looking in the wrong places. So I left Pliables and I had two options. I could either get back on the train and go back to the stop that I always go, that I always get off at and walk to work as normal. Or I could take like a 15, 20 minute walk to work. Now, by this time, it's like 840 and I need to get to work. (laughs) So I took the train and even though the walk is still like nine minutes or so from the train station, I just hopped back on the train, took that one stop and got off and walked to work. 
So I get to the office and I come upstairs and right by my desk, there's a box of donuts. And I'm like, oh my goodness, who brought donuts? Because first of all, the office is super empty because most people work from home and most of my team isn't there. And one of my coworkers was like, um, my manager brought them. And I was like, oh my God, that is so sweet because he knew about yesterday and how we didn't get to have our team lunch. So I guess he like brought the donuts in and I was like, that is so sweet. And I was so happy. Um, and he was like, yeah, he, well, he didn't say he did it for me, but he did like a little point thing and was like, yeah. So like, I knew I, I got the message. I got the vibe. So that was really sweet. That really made me happy. And, you know, I sat and I ate my acai bowl and it was so delicious. Like it couldn't have gotten any better. And I ate me a donut eventually. I think I waited a little while after to eat the donut, but I ate the donut. And yeah, work was really smooth today. Actually, I started getting super, super tired around like 12 ish. Um, Cause I didn't have any tea this morning. Cause I'm trying not to drink my tea as often because it has caffeine in it and I don't drink like tea or caffeine or anything like that over the weekend. So I always have like this withdrawal, I guess, and my head hurts so bad and I don't want my head hurting every single weekend. So I'm just like, okay, let me just like dial it back so that I'm not dealing with this. And I don't want to be like a caffeine fiend. Um, shout out to the coffee drinkers though. Like love y'all lifestyle, but I just don't really like to taste the coffee. I really only drink the tea and the caf- like the caffeinated tea because I get exhausted at work sometimes. So, um, but I was honestly a little bit bored at work. Like I finished a lot of my work pretty fast today and it wasn't super like crazy or busy today. So I was just like doing some online shopping. I didn't buy anything, but there's like prime day coming up on Amazon. So I was looking for like some Aritzia dupes or just like some really good basics. Like I'm looking for just like really good quality basics that aren't $500,000, you know? So I'm working on building that capsule and I ended up like putting some things into my cart, but I had 11 things and it was like $300. So I was like, I need to stop being so cheap with myself, but that just felt like a lot. But I mean, everything, each piece was like $30. So it made sense why it like added up to be that, but still I'm just like, mm. but again, I need to stop being cheap with myself. I need to buy it, but I wonder if it's going to be on sale during the actual prime day. I don't really know how that works. And then I got a message about Aritzia having a, um, warehouse sale, but online. And I'm like, Oh, let me check this out. And they had, I went on, I went on the site and that had a lot of nice things on it, but I didn't like start really like looking for real, but I sent it to one of my coworkers and she was saying how a lot of stuff is sold out. So I was like, oh, dang. But I did that and then I went to the gym per usual and today was just a cardio day. So I just walked, I just did the treadmill for about 35, 40 minutes or so. And y'all, I was sweating today. Usually I don't like, I'm not a really big sweater and I kind of wish I was sometimes when it comes to like working out. Cause that makes me like, feel like I really put a good workout in when I'm sweating, but I was sweating today and I was like, this is great. This is good. This is what I need. I burned me lots of calories and I watched me an episode of suits while I was walking. So, and I did an incline walk. So it wasn't just like a regular walk and it was so good. 
But after that, I went back upstairs. Well, after I took my shower and changed and did all that good stuff, I went back upstairs and finished up some work and... Um, oh, I had my lunch, my salmon, mashed potatoes, and broccoli. It was so yummy, per usual. And I went to clean my dishes. And when I came back, my coworker was getting her standing desk set up. And I was like, oh my goodness, because she was talking about it earlier in the day um, and asking, like, um, what's the status of it? And it was just so crazy how she was able to get it today because we literally sent like one email and they were up the stairs and brought it. But she's been waiting for months for this standing desk. So the guy came up there and he was helping set it up, but he was super cool, super nice. And he was like um, talking a lot to us about um, him, himself. And I was asking him questions and he was telling us like how he's a photographer, he's a driver and all this stuff and we exchanged information but he was super cool and we were talking about like the simpsons and conspiracy theories it was just super cool super nice it was a nice interaction he was a really cool guy um and he ended up telling us like his life story about where he got his nickname from because he got hit by a bus or car something he got hit by something when he was younger and um like his family was watching some movie and that led I'm, I'm not really good at retelling other people's stories but he they call him six now I forgot the correlation but yeah I need to get better at listening to that's something I'm also trying to work on is being more present when people are talking so I can like remember but I also just don't think I have the best memory and like recall but he was really really nice I would love to you know tap in with him creatively at least he seemed like a very like creative guy and I love that so and he just seemed like he was a cool guy to you know be friends with but um he left I get we gave him the rest of the donuts because we still had some donuts left over from earlier and he was very appreciative of those and then me and my co-worker left out around six o'clock to go to Zara because she's going to the Sizzle concert tomorrow and I was like, ooh, let's like go find you something to wear. She was like, she didn't know what to wear. And I was like, let's go to Zara after work. So we headed to Zara and we were just talking. And she was telling, um, I asked her because she used to model back when she worked um, in the other office in Salt Lake. And I just asked her like if she planned on, you know, modeling again or if that's something that she's interested in still doing. And we were just talking about that. And I was talking about like how I used to do like acting and background work and stuff when I was in Atlanta. So that was a nice um, little conversation that we had. And then we got to Zara and Zara had like quite a, a nice, a cute, a nice collection of things. Definitely some cute pieces and we walked around the store to try to find like outfits to put together for her to go to the concert and she had a lot of, quite a few options and then I also picked out like three dresses for me just to try on. I didn't really go in there to buy anything. I was more so going for her but I was like I'm here let me try some stuff on and we were trying these dresses on and the first dress I tried on I felt like I looked huge. Now back body dysmorphia is so real and I know there's a lot of women, men, or anybody that can you know that deals with this but I have gained quite a bit of weight over the past year and 
I'm still getting used to my body and how it looks and, you know, you know, still loving on myself no matter what my body looks like. But I'm actually starting to see a lot of the physical changes when it comes to being in the gym because I've been in the gym for almost 50 days straight now. So, well, not straight because I do take my active rest day, but for my 75 soft, I'm on like day 48, I think. And I'm starting to notice like a difference in my body and everything, but it's still like, I still, I feel huge, but from other people's perspective, I keep getting told like, oh, you look so thick. You look so good. Like, oh my gosh. Da, da, da. But I'm still working on my own self image and, um, it's definitely tough. It's definitely tough to see yourself differently and see yourself, um, your body change and still, you know, have that compassion and love for yourself. So it's definitely something I'm working through. Um, cause it's really like my arms. I was just like, Oh my God, I don't. And I've never felt like insecure or anything about my arms, but uh, it just feels, I don't know, but she really liked it. And she was trying on some cute things, but there's this one dress and I was like, you have to wear that. She looked so good. And even the woman like passing by was like, yes, that looks really good. So it was a winner. She bought a really, really cute dress. And I even found a dress that I really, really like. And it was strapless. It had my arms out. But the way it just like, um, it was very flattering. And I love that. But I think that's where I'm, you know, working on right now is finding clothes that I feel comfortable and confident in that flatter this body and you know and stop and not trying to dress like how I used to dress based on like my old body type because you know my body is going to forever be evolving and changing but it's finding the clothes and the silhouettes and things that I like and that make me feel comfortable and confident so after we checked out now Zara has some crazy new technology going on I don't know if y'all been in the Zara recently and I don't know if this is at all Zara's because I went to another Zara and they didn't have this, but they have some crazy technology where you can literally put your clothes in like a basket and it knows exactly what clothes you got, how much it is. And you can just check out there for their self checkout. It's so crazy. Technology is advancing and it's a little scary because I'm just like, oh my God, in a few years, they're not even going to need cashiers anymore. Like it's just going to be all automatic and that's going to be crazy. You know, just to think about how in a few years, a lot of jobs won't exist anymore and it'll just be like robots doing everything or like how the Amazon store is where you can just like have an account and then put stuff in your cart and just be checked out when you leave. I don't know. Especially because I used to be a cashier. I just feel like there's something more personable of about an actual person, you know, helping you out rather than self-checkout. Because I know when I do like really, really big grocery hauls, I don't want to check all that stuff out myself. Like I want to put it on a conveyor belt and have someone else check it out and have somebody else bag it for me. But doing all that work is just a lot. Like that's why I feel like a lot more people will start ordering their groceries and stuff more too, because it's just a lot. Technology is just crazy and it's kind of scary. Um, when you really think about it, I, I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that's like new and it's exciting and it's fun and people want to get into it. But then when the, you see the long term implications of how this can really, you know, affect and change society, it's just like, 
Mm, is it worth it? You know, but we have to um, adjust in advance and move with the time. So I definitely understand that. But I don't know. It's just like at what cost, though? Because I don't know. I guess people probably felt the same way when it came to like factory jobs and things becoming more um, automated with, you know, robots and things like that. But I don't know. We need human interaction. I don't want us to move away from like no human interaction at all. Because I feel like as a society, we're already very lonely people and, you know, doing things like that will just amplify that feeling. But after that, we got on the train and we said our goodbyes and I, you know, stayed on the train a little bit longer because she got off a little bit before me and I got off the train and started walking home and I was going to go to McDonald's because it's free fry Friday, but my app was not working. So I was just taking that as a sign to, you know, not get any uh, McDonald's and McDonald's isn't good for me anyway. I probably shouldn't be eating that. So I just walked home and, you know, I took my shower, washed my face, all that good stuff. And then I came and set up shop. But actually, I ordered me some food from this place called Seventh Street Burger. Um, I'm like, I need to eat something, even though it's super late. I don't really like eating at this time. And it's actually on the way. It should be here in like less than 10 minutes. So I had like pressed order and then I pressed record. So I'm like, hopefully by the time I finish chit chatting with you guys, my food will be here. And I hope I was hoping that it didn't come while I was talking to you guys because that would have been that would have been awkward (laughs) but yeah I came and set up shop to talk to you guys after I did my skincare of course but I hope you have an amazing Friday or I hope you had an amazing Friday I don't know when you're listening to this but yes keep keep doing what you're doing I bet you're doing amazing you made it through another week And I hope you have an amazing weekend because me, I have to be up at 6 a.m. for a hair appointment. (laughs) I know the struggle is real, but (sighs) check out the video tomorrow. Maybe you'll see you'll be able to see my hair if you watch the actual video, because I post the podcast video version on YouTube for my Saturday podcast. um, What a day video. So check out my new hair (laughs) not even new hair but i'll have my hair done tomorrow so you guys can see Uh, well i hope you have an amazing rest of your day night whatever i love you and i hope to see you soon bye